Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. In this wide world of sports, some stories can slip through the cracks. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Pelican Brewing presents the Daily Ticker, where Dirt and Sprague visit with the insiders that are covering the stories you've heard about, and some you haven't. How'd you do that? Actually, I'm not even mad. It's amazing. The Daily Ticker with Dirt and Sprague is brought to you by Pelican Brewing, born at the beach. All right, Danny, ticker time here on a Wednesday. Brought to you on the fan by Pelican Brewing Company. Born to the beach online at pelicanbrewing.com. Excited for this one, man. This is the newest rock star of Trailblazers television. The announcement was made. I was like, what? They're doing what? They got an analytics guy? He's coming on. It's entertaining, insightful. Let's talk to him now. Corey Jez, at Jez Data on Twitter. You can go give him a follow. He's the new on-air analytics insider for the Portland Trailblazers. If you've been watching games en route, you've seen him a number of times throughout the course of the season. Uh, Corey, good morning, man. How are you? Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Great to talk to y'all. Yeah, this is this is fun. I, the first one I want to ask, like, I, I have a lot of analytical questions about the Blazers, but I want to know more about Corey. Are you in Portland? Do you still live in Austin? Like, where are you located? Yeah, we're uh, we're leveraging some post-COVID technology, I guess you could say. And um, you know, Jeff Curtin and the group kind of put this project together over the summer. So I, I am still in Austin. I, I was up there for media day. I have on my calendar to be up there for a lot of games. Uh, in Portland as well as some of the Texas swings. But for anyone who's seen me uh, on TV so far, yes, that is a green screen ah, behind me. But okay. uh, So I am in Austin, do love Portland, and, and I will be up there plenty this season. Well, I'm curious, what, why the jump to Portland? What was it about coming to Portland and doing the analytical thing for Portland and, and, and hopping on the broadcast? What was it about that that was enticing for you to, to make the leap here? You know, again, a lot of credit to both the broadcast team and the ownership group who kind of had this vision and, and through kind of the analytics network. And, yes, there is such a thing in our little niche <laughs> NBA world. But, you know, the opportunity kind of got brought to me through actually Ben Falk, who's a former Trailblazers employee yeah. who now owns and runs Cleaning the Glass, which I, I will talk about a lot because it's a great site. But, um, you know, going – going all the way back to um, Mrs. Allen and, and her group, they wanted to be more innovative on the broadcast. And, you know, for me, obviously the opportunity to kind of take what I do, um, which is generally done behind the scenes at teams, right? Mm -hmm. Teams are not sharing the type of things that their scouting departments or analytics departments are doing because that's their competitive advantage. So to kind of come out from behind the curtain and help educate fans and just help fans understand probably how Joe Cronin and Chauncey Billups are using numbers. It, it was a really great 
an interesting opportunity to to do that. And, and again, I don't think anybody else in the league is doing it at this scale either. Yeah, I, do. Well, I know it's opened my eyes a couple of times throughout the early season. I'm like, ah, oh, I didn't, re- didn't quite realize that's the percentage or they should be trying this here or that's what the offense should attack. Last one that I have for you uh, on you, Corey, is that I, I know you, I think you used to work for the Jazz and Austin FC. It says you do stuff with PGA Tour golfers. Like how many different hats is Corey Jez wearing in the analytical world? You know, it's a few, a few is the <laughs> short answer, but I got into this space was very lucky in 2016, 2017 to join Utah's front office right around the time they drafted Donovan Mitchell. And that's where I certainly cut my teeth and, and forever indebted to people like Justin Zanuck, who's currently the GM, Quinn Snyder, the former head coach, who basically taught me everything I know about basketball. The guy is a walking encyclopedia for anybody who's ever uh, heard him speak. But um, yeah, I, I, uh, I'm a golfer like a, like a lot of guys. And uh the ability to do this with a friend of mine who's on the PGA tours is a lot of fun too. And, you know, numbers are numbers and we can apply them to different sports. And, um, it, you know, in this case, we can bring it to the broadcast too. Uh, I have a basketball question, but I got to ask you, you just said something there and it, it perks our interest up because we're kind of obsessed here. What's the handicap right now? Oh boy. See, all right, can I caveat this, an- this answer before I give every, it? Hey, Corey, every golfer has a caveat for why their handicap is where it is. It's okay. I, I, so, you know, I've got – I've had a few beverages in my day, and I've got the, the, the stomach to show for it. So I can, I can move the ball a little bit off the tee. I, I, I have a little bit of distance, and I think what happens when you play longer courses and longer tees, people don't – you know, people – you may not realize that the course ratings are so high that your handicaps can be a little lower. So I played it like a one, two, but I like to caveat that with, it's mainly just because I play long courses. How far is Corey Jez <laughs> driving the golf ball? I need to know that now. Also, what's he drinking? Hey, look, whenever you guys, whenever you guys want to like, we're doing a show from Bandon. Yes. Oh, okay, we're in. God. Lord, hey, I've tried a million different things in my golf game. I've never tried to implement analytics and I, I, I need a golf round with Corey Jez in my life now. I, uh, I'll quickly I'll quickly answer it for you, and this is probably good that this is the analytical answer because it's also the most fun part of golf. If you want to get better analytically, hit the ball, train to hit the ball further. Practice mashing the golf ball. It yeah. really, really, actually is the answer. It's add a little Bryson DeChambeau to your game, but it, it actually is because you, some days you'll putt well, some days you won't, some days you'll drive it accurately some days you won't but if you can hit it far you can show up every day and hit it far it's the one part of a golf game that can travel so to speak so so there's your uh there's your golf that. analytics 101 i love the advice there my co-host is a much better golfer than i and years ago i was struggling and i said hey man like what what are you what are you thinking about when you swing and he said just hit it straight and i <laughs> it's it's some of the best advice i've ever had in my life um so i appreciate hit it far and hit it straight those That's are the all two you things do. you got to worry about it's an easy game man yeah. Uh, easy game. Easy right. game. Uh, let, let me ask you, we should get into some numbers here for the Trailblazers. You're, you just tweeted something out about Shaden and Josh Hart. I'll let you cite those stats, but I, I do want to ask you first, you know, when you're when you're diving into the analytics, and some of this probably involves you and, and your broadcast hit, I I guess, how do you how do you gauge, how does Corey Jez gauge what stands out analytically with the Blazers and like how or what to bring up on the broadcast when you do your hits? Sure. So I, I think the couple of things that we're looking at, obviously the pregame show and 
generally the hit we do in the, you know, in the first quarter, coming back from the first or second timeout, can generally be scripted. You know, we're looking at the matchup. We, we know what's going into it. We know that Memphis is a great offensive rebounding team, that John Morant is John Morant. And we can look at those things. And um, at this point in the season, the things I'm, I'm looking at, though, is what might be sustainable, what might be a leading indicator of future success. Um, as opposed to things that still might be a little noisy uh, relative to, you know, how they might play out in the long term. And so there are there are lots of numbers available, uh, obviously, on sites like Clean the Glass, NBA.com, pick your poison there. But really what I'm looking for is what are some things that jump off the page if I'm looking numbers first, and then how do I tie that back to what I know is going on just just like everybody else, obviously, watching every Blazers game and being very in tune with roster changes and, and what Coach Phillips or what it seems like Coach Phillips is trying to accomplish. So mm-hmm. I can kind of start from either angle. A lot of times I will start with the numbers because we have lots of other folks in the broadcast who are starting from narratives and video and, and what we've seen. And, and in our broadcast meetings, we can kind of merge those two things together so I can understand what they're going to talk about because, you know, Francis and Michael Holton and, and Brooke and Neil and everybody, a lot of times what they're talking about when they draw up their, you know, video telestrations and, and other topics for pregame show or in-game with Kevin and Lamar, there's really good numbers underlying that. You know, they're not just talking about random topics, right? They're talking about trends and things we've seen. I'm just able to come in and, you know, substantiate it a little bit quantitatively and say, yeah, we are seeing them get a lot, get to the free throw line a lot actually it's the most in the league by three percentage points or whatever that might be. So I think that's, that's where it plugs in really, really nicely. Interesting. We're talking with Corey Jez. He's the new on-air analytics insider for the Trailblazers at Jez Data on Twitter. You can go give him a follow. I've been watching Blazer games. You've seen him pop up uh, from time to time talking about numbers. I, I want to get to the defense, Corey. I saw you tweeting with the Blazers announced yesterday, GP2, probably out until, you know, what, a couple more weeks, right? We're looking at middle of November to Thanksgiving-ish and, he was the big defensive offensive, you know, or defensive off-season signing that they had, along with uh, Jeremy Grant. But defensively, it feels like they have been pretty good. What have the, what are the numbers saying about Portland's defense? Because that has been a debated topic in this market forever. Can they get better defensively? Are they better defensively? And then, what do you think when he's back? GP two brings to the mix. Sure. So I think beyond anything else, before even getting into the numbers, you can very quickly see the archetype of player that Joe Cronin and his group covet, right? Between off-season acquisitions, um, trade last season, uh, the CJ trade, and, and the draft with Shade, and he fits that archetype as well, right? Players who have, you know, two sides of the ball to their game, players who are switchable, players who can play and defend multiple positions, Hart, Little, uh, Grant, Shaden Sharp all fit that mold and GP2 as well, right? All fit that mold. And so I think it's been, it's been super interesting to, to see him bring that archetype to the team. Statistically on the defensive side of the ball, the thing that, so they're by any, you know, lots of different ways to rank it 13th per cleaning the glass in defensive rating so far. Um, And in creating turnovers. So how often they turn over their opponents, they're 12th at 14.7%. So 14, 15% of the time down the floor, they're forcing their opponent to turn it over. Whether or not it's a steal or not, it could be a shot clock violation, pass the bounce, whatever. That 14.7, 15% is the highest. That number's been in, in a decade. Uh, wow. 
relative to previous Trailblazers teams. And I think when you look at the roster composition, it's probably not a surprise, right? And, you know, total defense, bottom three in the, in the league the last three seasons and kind of throw out last season with the bathwater a little bit. But so already contextually, the numbers have moved in, in a great direction. I think the thing that is that I am optimistic about, about the defense is that they're not just getting lucky on opponents missing jumpers. So that would be something that I would classify would be noisy, especially early in a season to say, if you look at some of the top defenses in the league, maybe opponents are just not making their open threes. Mm -hmm. there, has, there hasn't been enough sample size there to kind of even out. Because what you can't control as a defense is whether or not the shot goes in. Once the player has decided, once the offensive player has decided to shoot, it's really out of your hands as a defense, right? Yes, of course you can contest and try and get a hand in their face, but the fact that they've decided to shoot means your hand wasn't really in their face to begin with, right? And so opponents are shooting 37% from three, so about league average, and opponents are um, shooting 37% from mid-range, which would be uh, slightly, uh, slightly below league average, so that could reverse a little bit. But their defense is not founded in opponents missing jumpers. It's founded in generating turnovers and not letting uh, opponents get to the line. They are number two in the league and not in not letting their opponents get to the line. Mm -hmm. So not fouling, et cetera. So those are things that feel and seem, and if you go look at research, all are quantitatively more stable than make or miss jumpers. So that's my big reason for optimism mm -hmm. uh, statistically so far. Combine that with GP2 not having played yet, and that'll certainly create rotation, you know, challenges for Coach Phillips. But I, I think those two things combined, you know, you're you're not looking at a bottom three defense in the league, certainly. We we have we ha that which is great news. Yeah, we have like 20 news. seconds, Corey. Uh, one stat that Memphis does really well that if you're a Portland fan like us, you say Portland needs to do really well against Memphis in this category that Memphis is good in. What is it? Ooh. You, you know what it is? It's offensive rebounds. Yeah. And remember, they are rebounding 35% of their misses. So uh, every third time they miss, they get they get a second chance. And of course, everyone would expect this that it's Santi Aldama who is leading <laughs> leading them uh, in in that uh, category. But Ja gets the rim. Ja puts pressure on the rim, forces a big to rotate. When the big rotates to contest, and Ja can obviously contort in the air and still get the shot up. When the big rotates to contest, what does that do? It leaves the backside guy open for an offensive rebound. So that's a big reason why they lead the league in offensive rebound rate so far. And so point of attack defense, not forcing Nurkic or Eubanks to rotate as hard, uh, will be important tonight against Memphis. Great stuff, man. Corey Jez, at Data on Twitter. Go give him a follow. He's a new on-air analytics insider uh, for the Blazers. The game is on. I know it's on ESPN for, them, for some, but you can watch it on Root tonight as well, Root Sports Plus, and you can get his uh, analytical insights. I cannot wait for the off-season golf trip to Bandon Dunes, Corey. I'm really looking forward <laughs> to that. We're going to become new homies, and uh, let's do this again soon, man. Thanks for the time. All right, thanks, guys.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.